I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes Battled, Battled for Dominance. For dominance. Yay. Yay. Hi, guys. Yay. Um, sorry we like went AWOL again. Um, it's because I had Anime Week in Atlanta and then um, we retired and then also Liz came up for the weekend and we both forgot to record until she left. So. We were like, time to record. And I was like, I and then we just leave. did it. Yeah. We were like, we're going to record this weekend. And then we just did not. Um, she got I me, mean, to be fair, she wasn't even supposed to stay the whole weekend, but then we like guilted her into staying the whole weekend. So no, I got. They did not guilt me. I did I did all of my schoolwork, so I was yes. able to stay. Yes. Do not make That's yourselves good. look bad. Yes. And okay. I literally was like, can I stay? And you we were like, yes. uh, yeah, we've been asking you to this whole time. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm dressed in my fancy work outfit because um, I had a lunch meeting. So my office has been remote since August, but we had um, an in-person lunch meeting that was planned on Monday for 25 people um, in the local area because we also just bought a new company. So there's more people who are local now. Not everyone's around the country anymore. So we had 25 people crammed into this restaurant and it was supposed to be a two-hour thing. And then most people left after um, two and a half hours. And then me and... I got stuck behind with, like, my boss, the CEO, the COO, um, and then three other guys and just chatting for another two hours. And um, I didn't get home until 5.30. How was the food? Was it yummy? (laughs) It wasn't bad, but it's one of the, it's like one of those restaurants where I'm like, they're charging how much? Because, like, it's not bad food. Like, it was it was pretty. What like, type of food was it? It was just American, like um, mm. I mean, they had some. They had just kind of like a mix between. It was like a farm to table type restaurant, and it was okay. Um... And I get too that when if it's farm to table, it's like you have um, if you're like doing local, it might be a little more expensive, but like twenty four dollars for mac and cheese, you know, like that sort of thing. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's no. like it better be the best goddamn mac and cheese. Like, why I've was ever the mac eaten? and cheese more expensive than my pasta? Like my normal like bolognese. Like it was weird. Um, mm-hmm. It was okay. Like it, it just wasn't anything special. Um, and it was one of those restaurants where they try to be fancy, so they add like one extra ingredient to everything, like normal dish. So like, for yeah. instance, I was like, oh wow, this um, mac and cheese looks great, and they're like, and it's also made with arugula. I was like, why would you put arugula on mac and cheese? It's not supposed to be healthy. It's not making it healthy. It's mac and cheese. Ooh, I would like, I like arugula. Okay, so I well, like I don't like good. fake food. And arugula to me is fake food because that's the shit that Lettuce. you like. No, no. Arugula specifically is the shit that like you put on like to like dress up a plate. Okay. To me, that is not something you eat. You eat the salad. I don't eat I know salad. You, I know so you don't eat salad, but it's real food. It's vegetables are fake. <laughs> Vegetables aren't vegetables real. Are fake. People who are created by the government. They, yes, they were, and also they're they they're not good, and I don't like them, and I don't understand why they are added to every dish ever. Um, but I mean, it went good. I was told Liz and obviously Nick earlier, like um, like I had it was like some good conversations. Like it's a good thing that I stayed late, but like I got. Barely, I had an hour of work this morning, so I'm so behind now for tomorrow, and I'm also like so tired because because I got stuck there until four, literally left at four twenty. <laughs> um, that number hey. has been prominent today, as you will see when it gets to my fic. But um, oh my not, god, not, not, fic? not a weed fic. It's not a weed th- no! fic. It's just the number came up again, and I was like, huh, funny. Um, 
we Liz and I also just made our notes in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> and and so I got home because usually it would take me like a half hour to four, like about 40 minutes to get to the restaurant from my house um, without traffic, like in the, during the day. If I had been able to leave by like three, like planned, I would have. But because I left at four fucking 20, I didn't get home until 530. So um, that extra like half hour in traffic really killed me and wiped me and I'm dying. Um, other than that, Awa was really good. Um, I had a really, like really, really, really good time there. Um, Liz, I'll let you speak and then I ha- I'll talk about our next con announcement thing okay um so um i'm good uh young girl season two came out fucking banger season so far i am on that i am not done yet because i don't have a lot of time to watch it so i've been watching like one episode a night oh so good so far so many things are happening um Call of Duty is popular now. Let's fucking go. I've fucking been here. Please talk to me about Call of Duty if you're just getting into Call of Duty because it is my favorite thing. It's been my favorite video game since I was in, like, fucking middle school. So So to see, like, other girls getting into it, like, oh, so amazing. When you so when Liz was here over the weekend, um, she and I decided to like just game together. But obviously mm-hmm. her PC isn't here, so she borrowed Nick's PC. With, um, and I downloaded Call of Duty. Downloaded COD. But somehow when you downloaded it, you set his default search engine to Yahoo. I didn't even go through anywhere. I don't like, know how you managed to do that. But he's like, what I the don't f- know how. I honestly, I gotta be real. I've been using Yahoo Mail since I was like nine. I didn't even know Yahoo had like a search thing, like a Yahoo. Search. It does have a search I thing, but I have no idea that. because, like, I, I like, I literally use Google to Google Blizzard engine and download Blizzard, like the Blizzard, like actual like application, and that's it. So I don't know how it happened. I don't either. I saw it was funny. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Yes, please. Uh. Everyone. Please keep enjoying Call of Duty. It's a great game if you turn off voice chat while you play. Um, um, we'll see that I have chosen a very much like a comfort trope for me wait, because wait. school has been killing me. Um, I'm not I'm not like into announcing. Okay, I was like, hold saying. on. <laughs> we got um, like I just a lot of stuff, a lot of assignments. Kinesiology is fucking murdering me. Kinesiology of the shoulder arm and hand is already difficult enough but when your professor is a specialist in the arm and hand and shoulder uh, it's even fucking worse it's, it's, that's like the movement right yes the okay. study of like the movements so um my brain absolutely fucking hurts um it all makes sense and he's a great teacher it's just so fucking much and like yeah i literally i literally last week out of class i walked out and like I was, my brain was like actually fried. Like I had no brain cells left after class. So I was like, I'm like, you know what? I deserve to choose a comfort trope and a comfort fit for this week, which we will get into after Gabs makes the announcement. Yes. So our announcement is that um, unfortunately, while Liz won't be in person at Holiday Matsuri in Orlando, Florida with us this year, we did get our Omegaverse panel accepted. Um, and it's literally just it's, it's not just our Omegaverse special, but it's um, I think we did went a little more into it or something or we did like I don't know. No, sorry. My bad. We did like a more summarized version of our Omegaverse special that we did back in episode 21. And um we last time we used the same fic i think this time i might get a more a different fic we'll see 
um, or maybe several fics, uh, depending on time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have Liz, like, either FaceTime in or phone call in, depending on, like, service, Wi-Fi, etc. We're going to try and get her in there so that she can present with us, even though she's not physically there. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really nervous because I'm presenting. I'm in, I think, four panels that day on Friday of Hallmat. So, um I'm going to be really drunk after that. I might be too drunk for the Omegaverse panel. We will see. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. So come check it out if you guys are going or your friends are going. Tell them that we have an Omegaverse panel because it's fun. And it's literally, it's not just like Omegaverse, like um, this character is an alpha. No, it's like a history. Like listen to our freaking episode. It was, it's a good episode. And Liz did all the research for it. And um, we're still using her notes because they were, it was good research. So um, yeah. I will also be at Anime NYC next, oh, yeah. not like this, this weekend, like the weekend after next, so like week the week, yeah, next weekend. <laughs> it, my brain is like next weekend is this week. I don't know. Don't talk to me. My brain is going. fucking fried. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'll most likely be in VTuber cosplay. If you want to see what I'm specifically wearing on each day, follow me at Lazily Liz. And, uh, if you see me come say hi. I will yes. not be there this year, which I'm a little bummed out because, like, I was hoping I could work the MiHoYo booth again, but, like, um, they didn't get back to me. So I don't think that's the thing. And I don't think they do that anymore because I can't – I don't want to start any – like, I can't spill any gossip. But, like, um, there were, like, some issues with the group that I – not everybody in the group, but just some people in the group that we worked with last year at the MiHoYo booth. And I think because of that, they literally don't do, like – the content creators the way they did like it they literally were just like invited us like they didn't pay us to be there it was more just like you can mm-hmm. come help out with this meetup and they don't do that anymore they only use their paid hosts now yeah and i think it's because some of the people in our group were a little too difficult um i didn't say that though but moving um, on yeah moving on uh so uh, anyway so i'm not gonna be there because um i decided i'm gonna go to atlanta for a couple weeks catch up with some friends and family and see my animals um but i'll be at atlanta anime day because i can't fucking escape that tiny convention it's like a one-day thing in the south atlanta. i talked to you about this before right liz like yeah what anime day is yeah so i'll be there and we're doing a genshin panel there um that apparently is like a speed dating panel i don't really know how that's gonna work so wish me luck and hope that a minor doesn't flirt with me <laughs> scared um but yeah yeah um liz do you want to let's crack into it right oh my god it, yeah that's like i feel like that's a copyrighted phrase sorry i don't know <laughs> um so the as i said i chose a very much like a comfort trope for me i chose forced proximity because this is like a major like fave trope of mine um so forced proximity for those of you who like kind of kind of like don't know about it it's like a, it's like more of like an overarching trope with like multiple different like sub tropes within it like a lot of different tropes fall under forced proximity um in general this is like where characters are trapped together either like physically or through unavoidable social physical or psychic links and this can either be done like willingly or like unwillingly uh so like examples of some of like the sub tropes of this are like arranged marriage, bound together, Canadian shack, which we covered one I time. Love Canadian shack. <laughs> um, elevator fic, fake relationship, huddling for warm. They were in a hotel room and there was only one bed. If you don't know that um, one, you didn't read our um, podcast description and you're fake. Snowed in, soul bond, stranded on a desert island, and many, many, many more. Um, and then if you, like, look, there are some other fix that, like, could necessarily have forced proximity, but aren't, like, always forced proximity, where, like, 
an apocalypse pick where it's like we're the last two people alive on planet earth um time travel where like two people are traveling time together groundhog day fic where they're all where like two people are stuck in a loop together um that's kind of that can be forced proximity also like heat fix sex pollen or fuck or die can uh, (laughs) sorry i said that really quickly and then my brain was like liz what did you just say (laughs) um can lead to like more like sexual force proximity sex pollen yet I don't think we have because we've been like, we need to save it for a special. Yeah, but that should be a special. Okay, good. I was going to say, because that should be a special. <laughs> um, And so, like, the, those are, like, very much, like, a forced, like, sexual proximity where, like, you need to have this, like, sexual encounter or, yeah. Um, And so, also, a lot of forced prox- proximity fix, um, forced characters, like, it, it's great because it forces characters to, like, admit their feelings when they probably wouldn't do so otherwise. Usually you'll see yeah. this a lot with, like, um, characters who are enemies and they're forced to, like, get to know each other. And then they realize, like, oh, oh I actually so love bad. you. Like, oh, oh my god, you're kind of sexy, actually. Like, this up close. I can see this, like, light in your eyes. I can fix you. <laughs> I can fix you, bestie. Um, and then this is also just, like, a really popular trope within, like, TV and movies. Like, especially, like, rom-coms. Um, I did not, I wasn't. I wasn't able to find like a comprehensive list but i just like know it's really popular yeah. because like it happens i mean the major one that comes to mind is like the elevator episode from iCarly. okay it is crazy that you said that because that was my first thought as well i think like because like it's that. like it's <laughs> i hate that though. that's what we thought of that's uh I Do you mean, wanna, like, like, i want to explain like... the scene for everyone so because it's like there's like isn't it like there's like what what's happening in the building that they go like they all have to like leave i don't remember at all it's like i think there's like some sort of like emergency and they're not supposed to take the elevator but, but sam and freddie take like the elevator or some shit yeah. yeah and so they get stuck. oh it's like a snowstorm and they're like everyone gets to the basement and yeah. so like everyone else takes the stairs because you're not supposed to but take Sam's like lazy so she's like i'm gonna take the elevator and freddie goes with her and the elevator gets stuck and they like realize they like each other and they like kiss right i think no their first kiss was like not in the elevator oh was it not but so they they really but they 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 realize that they like each other and so it's like it's it's cute it's it's very much the forced proximity because they are literally trapped in an elevator together and forced to spend time together and they're forced to essentially admit their feelings which um i mean i guess for us that was like probably one of like our first like that major means. like introductions to forest proximity um some I other like say fandom because yes no um one like another like major forest proximity that we were we were talking about this weekend is love hypothesis because yes. fake relationship but um specifically that one scene scene because <laughs> we so liz and i were discussing that one scene in love hypothesis which i don't think it's a spoiler anymore because this has been out for like two three two years now i think or a year and a half something like that if you don't want to be spoiled skip like five minutes ahead not five minutes jesus like a minute i don't uh, know but um anyway so there's a scene where they're in a lecture hall like a 300 person lecture hall and every seat is taken and female lead has to sit on male lead's lap but male lead is she female lead is a phd student and or not PhD is it phd i don't remember yeah phd phd and male lead is um one of the professors not her faculty advisor her professor but he is in her program as another one and she has to sit on his lap in front of everybody in this 300 lecture yeah like 
and like I was I was telling Liz like that like totally like that was such a squick like that was a turn off for me I was like yeah because I think I mean I'm so, we're both still in grad school and also college wasn't that long ago I'm like I cannot imagine doing that in a fucking lecture hall yeah I like I was telling Gabs where I'm like the only reason why I don't think it switched me out was because I thought of like our college's main lecture hall which is like maybe a hundred people like it's, it's a tiny yeah. It is a tiny lecture hall mm-hmm. and like yeah, it's like I I was just like it in was, my mind it's I thought of bad that, but like in that room like it's, it's not that bad. It's also not that obvious I would say more yeah. like the way that our, yeah. that room was set up whereas set up, like you would not hall, be able to tell, yeah. You would definitely you would see definitely it. see it. And I was like, "Ooh." Okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um but yeah, so those are like major ones um for our fic today. Mm-hmm. I've got my Literally, my favorite Stucky fic of all fucking time. This is my favorite one. And, like, you know it's good because it's, like, a pre-serum Steve fic. And I don't usually read those. But I fucking love this one so much. Um, So it is a fake relationship and of course, the college AU. Of course. Um, the funny story about this fic is the first time I read this fic, I was um I was in Italy. Um we were like freshman year, Italy? No. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fresh- okay. No, no, that was sophomore year. Was it your freshman year? Oh no, it was, was your sophomore, sophomore year. It was yeah, yeah, sophomore year. And um I am literally we are like traveling like across the fucking countryside to like go to these two random towns. So I'm like so I'm like, it was really early and I'm like, let me chapter of a fic and like I, I find it and then I finish the entire fic on our car ride like both ways like I'm passing these gorgeous views and You're I'm like, like nope that was me when I went to Italy except it was with fucking Dia No Ace um, the baseball <laughs> manga I literally spent my entire 10 days in Italy just reading the fuck out of the and at the time there was 400 chapters and that's all I read and then yeah. Zell posted it on their story today like should I get back into Dia and I was like Zell don't do this do to it. me don't do this to me because uh, you'll get back into yes. Dia if people talk about it, I will. I sorry, I love that show. Anyways, anyways, go ahead. Sorry, continue. I, so oh, actually, um, wait. Actually, before you continue, um, <laughs> I just I saw that you said this was your favorite, and I just remembered over the weekend when um Liz is, like started quizzing Nick and was like, Oh yeah, what is my favorite trope? No, what? because okay, okay, <laughs> because like because like Nick was like because we were like, oh, if I can't phone in, Nick is gonna have to pretend oh, to be right, me, right. and so I said, Nick, pretend to be me. And so, what did Nick say at I first? Think he, Nick goes, look at, Liz goes, okay, what's my favorite trope? Like, pretend to be me. He goes, I don't know, Omegaverse? And I'm like, fucking not! The way your mic just cut out there as you're, like, yelling. <laughs> literally fucking no. And so, like, it literally took us way too long. Like, I had to give, like, crazy You hints. did, and he didn't get it when you were giving hints. You were like, yeah. um... You know, what if I, what's, you know, the advanced version of fake high school or, or college or high school AU or something? And like, and he was like, high school? <laughs> I'm like, what am I currently in? Uh, uh, uh New York? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and then I was like, what's my favorite, like, ship? And that took him way too long. That took like, him too long. That's where we were like, Nick. Nick, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I always talk about my trip. He's right there. My, my favorite fic. You Nick, you, you're him. fucking. We're talking yeah. about you. He can hear. Yeah, good. We're not being mean. So mean. We're... <laughs> he said we're being mean, very mean. Good. <laughs> Liz um, says good. 
Um, but this is literally my favorite fic. Like, I am actually probably going to hang up and reread this entire fic tonight because oh, I fucking love it. Um, so it is called um so I'm gonna read the title. It's gonna sound really weird, but when I read the description of it, it will make like sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it's called Karma's a Fake Orgasm by Daisy Mondays on AO3. And this is like the description of the fic. There's another abandoned mug festering mold in the living room. Steve officially is Steve officially has the world's worst roommates and complains about them. Often, Bucky, tired of his his lack of action, decides it's time to avenge Steve's sleepless nights and unsanitary conditions once and for all. They'll pretend to be the world's most annoying couple. Excessive PDA, loud fake sex, and general repugnance. That plan sounds easy, though. Um, that sound pl- eh, that plan sounds easy enough. It will be strictly platonic, or will it? This actually and looks so cute. Can you link it? It will. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my god. So, um, I I copied everything because I was like, I know this is where I want to start. I don't want to read is all. This of this. Is this like a one shot? No, or- this is like this is like a nine chapter fic. And, and they're all like this long. It's a really wait. This long is one thing. chapter that you copied. Yes, guys. This is twenty nine pages in Google uh, right now. What the fuck? Yeah, is... it's a it's a brilliant fic. Wow, um, that is fucking long. And it's not even like it's because like oh he said she said like it's one line one no, line. It's no, it's like it's paragraphs. Long. Um, Jesus. it's a great fic. Um, so I essentially, like, chose to start out where, like, they're, like, oh, we're gonna, like, fake date to annoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that most of it's from Steve's perspective, so I will be Steve and you okay. will be Bucky. Um, many other characters speak and we will decide on that I can just come across them. them. Across. There's a lot of them, Gabs. Okay, well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Steve scowls and crosses his arms. Well, what am I meant to do? I can't help being a brilliant roommate. Just gotta act like a shitty one. Show them how annoying it is. Well, in case you haven't noticed, I don't know anyone who I can have loud sex with or lounge around the house in various states of undress with. If Steve's honest, Clint's, Clint's and Tony's relationships aren't the worst part. Their slo- slovenliness and loud noises and their inability to think of anyone other than themselves are what get him the most. Steve understands that they're busy with work, but so is he. So fake it. Bucky leans forward to stare. Um... Uh, to stare at another equation by myself yeah that'll be real can well i could always help if you needed words fail steve as he stares at bucky who is still looking at a stupid laptop steve's brain is processing about a thousand things in 10 seconds as he tries to work out what bucky's suggesting only if you wanted uh bucky says continuing to not look at steve it'd be a way of giving them a taste of their own medicine Bye. Steve waits for Bucky to fill in the gap because Steve's brain is slow on the uptake right now. Perhaps he's still sleep deprived or he's dreaming because he can't believe Bucky's suggesting what Steve thinks he is. Are you saying you'll have fake, uh, you'll fake having sex with me to piss off my roommates? Bucky shrugs a small jerk of his shoulders. Steve wishes Bucky would look at him. How, um, how interesting can a, a physics equation be? He's doing physics homework. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Oh, That's I, why he's so like looking you, at an I, equation. I didn't know until you, um, I didn't understand that because you know how interesting can a physics equation be? That could be for like you know no because the, the, arts, the, so. the equation the equation thing <laughs> earlier because he's like well he looks at another equation it's because he's looking at his physics. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Liz. Um, I am brain dead. I'm brain dead right now. Please. 
yeah, fake fuck, fake date, fake whatever. Fake date? Steve echoes. Bucky Bucky finally looks at him, faces nonchalant as if he had merely suggested that they watch a movie. Yeah, we can pretend to be that couple that everyone hates and make general nuisances of ourselves until they pick up their act. I'm pretty sure it's the only way they'll actually treat you the way you deserve. Bad guys. Steve feels inclined to defend them. I know that. That doesn't mean they haven't gotten lazy because they're used to you letting them get away with it. Bucky grins. It's his wide, handsome grin that Steve watched a multitude of boys and girls fall for it. That's still you. Besides, Bex always says I'm an obnoxious dick, so might as well put it to use. Steve can't help, uh, can't believe Bucky's suggesting this. He can't believe he's genuinely considering agreeing to it. It's mad. It's ridiculous. It's, I'm in, he says. Bucky's grin grows. Bucky grabs his laptop and opens a new document, because if there's one thing Bucky Barnes loves, it's making lists. Bestie, me too. I love making a good list. (laughs) Um, if anyone else has suggested this had suggested this plan to Steve, there'd been no way he would he would have believed it could work out. But Bucky's a meticulous planner. Besides, Tony already refers to him as Steve's boyfriend, so it won't be too hard to convince them that they'd finally taken the plunge. Steve, so you know that you know it's always like the oh they're so close they're probably dating. Are they dating? Are and they it's not dating? And like, there's a reason why they're that close. They both like each other. Um, Steve and Bucky have never been like that, though. Bucky's brilliant. He's handsome, charming, smart, funny, and one of the nicest people Steve's ever met. They just never had a romantic vibe between them. After all, when they met, Steve was uh, was dating Peggy, and Bucky was being Bucky. They're best friends. Definitely just best friends. Just because best everyone, friends. Because that's how everyone describes their best friend, always. Yep. Um... Sorry. Um, they're best friends, and Steve likes that. Despite his initial shock at Bucky's suggestion, Steve now understands that this could really work. It may, it'd be awkward with everyone else, but this is Bucky. Steve's never awkward around him. And you would never, like, it's, it, it, whenever you read these, it's always like, yeah, you, like, you would never be, like, non-awkward around fake dating someone Unless you're interested in them, because yes. you have to do all of these like datey things. Exactly. If you're not interested in that person, and you're fake dating. It's gonna. It's just very monotonous, and you might laugh at it because it's like this is so stupid. I can't imagine this. Like when I make cosplay con- like ship content with um my friend Van, the one who made our beautiful um uh cover photo. Um, we, we always laugh at it because there's not a single like bone of chemistry between us so we're always like oh my god we look so uncomfortable here if we left we were, each other we were, you when we were taking you can also think like when we were taking our oh photos, we literally literally I just could kept not keep laughing a straight at each face. other i would be like all right liz I'm, I'm gonna fake kiss you and liz would be like yeah you are <laughs> so it's like it's very very true yeah um see uh steve had met uh bucky through tony back in the middle of his first year and they clicked instantly then bucky introduced him to sam and the three of them became nearly inseparable steve loves sam but it's bucky who reminds him of home they're both brooklyn boys born and bred and bonded over complaining about at length about the uh the the uh, the quiet that surrounded marvel campus I, I hate when they like call it like Marvel Campus or like Avengers. Oh, and like you when just it's like college, university, Marvel. Like just just call it like a fucking like just call it like 
abnormal like just like be like they all go to nyu or something like i don't know um i also always hate hate like because i'm from new york i always hate when people like they try to like make like new york colleges and they're like they were at the state university of new york and i'm like which one (laughs) which one of those i think like because like (laughs) it's not like it's not like california where it's like usc university of southern california it's like suny which are general state university of new york and then you have like the five billion other ones and then it annoys me even more when it's like suny and they have it in like new york city because then it would be a cuny college not a city (laughs) that's sorry that's just me being like nitpicky and like i was just i was you can always the other week i was reading a fic the other week and i read that and i was like i'm going to kill myself like i can't do you can absolutely always tell if somebody's writing about a city they've never been to and they did minimal research just do a little if you want them to go to a college just do a little bit of research and make sure it's a real thing just like sorry literally pick like a like a real college and make a fake name for it like and like no one's no one's gonna care like oh you didn't follow the exact layout of the campus like just like that's what honestly a lot of authors do that so Thank you. Um, where was I? Steve had met Bucky through uh, Tony. No, I'm bu- past there because I said oh. Marvel Campus. Oh, that's right. Marvel um, Campus. There you go. Yes. Sam and Bucky had asked him to live with them for this year, but Steve had already agreed to live with Tony and Clint, a decision he now regrets. He loves his roommates. He really does. Clint's a great guy, despite the loud sex and lack of hygiene. Lack of He's, always hygiene. Up- <laughs> He's always awful. up for a... He's always up for a laugh and always listens to whatever Steve has to say, never making him feel like he's getting worked up over nothing. And Tony, for all his toniness, is, well, he's Tony. He's loud, abrasive, and sometimes get caught gets caught up in his own world. But he's also the guy who rebooted an entire building's ventilation system to make it easier on Steve's asthma. So pre-serum Steve, we all know, multiple health problems, asthma being one of them. Um, this is okay, Bucky. So, yes. give me the most annoying things Stark and Barton do. Well, neither of them ever clean the bathroom. Unless you want me to piss in places other than the toilet, not much I can do about that one. Steve rolls his eyes and kicks his feet up onto Bucky's lap, digging his heels into his thigh. Bucky doesn't even flinch. Because that's always, that's something you might do with your friend, but that's always something that you do with your best friend, right? Yes. And someone who you have no feelings for? Yeah, right? Um, Okay. Fine. Well, there's the mess they both leave around the house. Clint never picks up his food, and he and Natasha are constantly on the couch. They just sit there and play playing video games all the time. Steve Steve would like to watch his nature documentaries on Tony's oversized TV sometimes. Okay. Bucky says, typing quickly. So we'll beat them to it. Some Netflix and chill, and then I'll whoop your ass in Mario Kart. So basically, do what we do anyway. Bucky smirks. Trust me. You haven't seen me Netflix and chill yet. He waggles his eyebrows suggestively. I love that word, waggle. <laughs> because you just, like, you you know. You, like, it just puts such, like, a good picture in your yes. ha- head. Um, Steve rolls his eyes again. You're so romantic. I'm lucky to be fake dating you. Hey, my Netflix and chill game is great. Steve gives Bucky a pointed look until he says dramatically. Still you. Fine, whatever. At least you know who the god of Mario Kart is. Even Steve knows better uh, than to challenge Bucky at Mario Kart. He's freakishly good at it. So what else does Barton do that's annoying? Has loud sex. 
Tony's worse with that one though. I walked in on him trying to go down on Pepper on our kitchen counter that one the one day. Sorry, the other day. Bet Pepper was happy to see you. She nearly kills him for not realizing I was still in the room. They grin at each other. Pepper uh Pepper taking Tony to ta- uh to task is always a sight to behold. Okay. So we'll fake some loud sex, some public stuff, make a general nuisance of ourselves, dance parties at 3 a.m. Bucky says, Steve laughs, sorry, I didn't know we were becoming 12-year-old girls. Did you not have dance parties at 12? Only child with a mom who left for work at 4 a.m. Steve doesn't feel the need to remind Bucky that it's not like he'd, um, he'd had any friends to join him either. Steve still finds it shocking somehow, sometimes how easily he'd managed to make friends in, at college. Did you actually have dance parties at 12? Look, until I was 14, I did, like, everything Becca told me to. I let her put makeup on me, so I can assure you I danced to High School Musical whenever she demanded it. That's the real sister thing. I used to force my younger brother to wear my dresses. It was very funny. I love that. (laughs) Can you imagine my younger brother? Yes, I can. I love that. He seems like the type of kid, though, like, when he got a little older, like, in high school, he'd be like, I want to wear the dress. Like, you know, like, all macho, like, as a joke, he'd be like, I'm a guy in a dress. It's so funny. You know, like, he's do, like do, you, do you remember when he came to our school for the anything but clothes party and then he wore a paper, like, a plastic bag yeah. as a t-shirt? <laughs> Your brother is a fucking trip. He really is. Both of them. Oh, my gosh. My younger brother specifically, yeah. though. He's yeah, specifically no, crazy. Something else. <laughs> he is something else. Um, Steve doesn't fully understand the world of siblings, but he loves hearing about Bucky and Becca's relationship anyway. Also, Bucky as a doting younger brother is adorable. I bet you were so pretty. Were? Fuck you. I'm still pretty in a good rouge <laughs> lipstick. Steve doesn't know what he's supposed to do with that image of Bucky wearing red lipstick, so he swallows and moves on. So why are we dancing at 3 a.m.? Because we're doing some spontaneous baking. Pretty sure you're just using this as an opportunity to live out a rom-com. What's the point of fake dating if you don't get to push it to the extreme? Bucky asked. Steve uh, supposes Bucky's never been in a long-term relationship and has shown no interest being... And being in um in one either, if their aim is to irritate Tony and Clint, then they're likely going to have to try as try it as far as they can. Um, and you you can definitely tell, like, why why has Bucky never been in a relationship or shown interest in being in a relationship before? I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. Um I do make amazing chocolate chip cookies. That's the spirit. Bucky says before getting back to his list. Steve leans forward, resting his chin on Bucky's shoulder as they finish finish making their list of ways to be irritating. The plan is absolutely mad, but Steve thinks it might just work. I think that was that might be the perfect place to cut it. Yeah, uh, I want to read so much more. But I want to. Like, I'm serious. Send me the link. This is very cute. I want to read it. I want to see where That's, it goes. This isn't even the best part. I know. It's, it's I, I'm assuming based on the fact that you said nine chapters and each of them are thirty fucking pages. Yeah, send me more. Is this what like a hundred thousand words fic or something? I don't. I don't know. Like this is insane. But um, it's very cute. Um. So, yes, I know you like forced proximity. Um, I can love it. Talk about it. But um, I actually really enjoyed this, too. Not in every instance and not between every ship, obviously. But, like, there are some ships that I'm like, yes, make them talk. 
now. Make them talk. Or what, do what, more than talk. <laughs> what, what, uh, what, what pairings specifically do you like this with? Uh, <laughs> uh, so in my favorite fic that I think I talked about the other week, not for Omegaverse, but like the Drunk Confessions, um, My Cruel Intention, my current favorite fic chapter just came out today and um there's there's been a bunch of angst in the last like few chapters um between the between the ship and like and i brie and i have literally just been like just make them talk like we're like i want to lock them in a room and make them talk like hold their fucking voodoo dolls face to face so they have to communicate and they let me just say they finally communicated. Love that. It's... We love communication. <laughs> oh my god, Liz, this fic, like this update, this chapter. I I'm still blushing. I was literally thinking about it like all day because I read it before, morning before I went to work, and I was like, I can't stop thinking about it. It was so well written. Um, Pinkiki is literally ruining me for other authors. Anyways, <laughs> should we get into my fic? Yes. <laughs> um. So. I uh, got randomly assigned Hogwarts era. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's been a while since we touched Harry Potter, I think. So um, here we are. Um, You can't escape Harry Potter in fan fiction. It's like very large uh, since like early like since the mid 2000s early 2000s it's been a very large corner of fandom Mm -hmm. not just in general fandom but also specifically in fanfic like harry potter is like a very large force to be reckoned with um yeah like I remember when Archive of Our Own was starting and Harry, there were Harry Potter fics on there, of course, but at the time it wasn't like a very popular place to upload stuff that wasn't for your gay ship that would get canceled elsewhere, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, like early Archive of Our Own was really, really was just purely like porn and gay ships. Like, it was nothing else. And now it's become more of like a collective fanfic place like fanfic.net is. Um, but I think a lot of people were really posting on Archive of Our Own back in the day because they were scared that fanfic.net was taking down explicit fix because mm-hmm. they, they would sometimes do that um and i think they went through like purges and stuff uh at different times anyways i didn't realize until go- looking in the harry potter tag now that there are like four hundred thousand fix on ao3 which is is it is it is it within like the top 10 absolutely fandoms? it's yeah i would say the probably and I, I don't know the ac- actual number so i am guessing that it is probably second behind supernatural when it comes to fix that would be my Ooh, guess really i have no idea this could be entirely wrong and i could prove that i could i could you know fact check this really quickly but i won't so talking? i'm gonna <laughs> fact check it i'm curious okay. so um yeah so so Hogwarts era it is. So while Liz is fact checking me, I'll get um, started. So Hogwarts era in Harry Potter fandom is just used to describe um, a piece of work where that's set when Harry um, and his or and or his like classmates were still at school. So basically, books one through. I guess you can count seven, even if Harry wasn't at school in seven. Um, and then sometimes it's also used to denote any story in which the main character, even if it's not a canonical character, um, is attending Hogwarts um, during their story. Uh, to a- Oh, go ahead, Liz. Sorry. Um, you were actually... So in 20... This is from 2020, so it's obviously changed a lot within the past two years. The, with these numbers, probably not that much. And you are actually correct. It is in second place, but it's behind the MCU. 
Oh, interesting. It's because the MCU, I feel like, encompasses a way larger scope. Well, is the of... is that the MCU like, and it's encompassing every single project, or is it MCU specific tag? Because um, they're it's... adding every single like possible. The thing is, like, different. people usually tag even stuff that's like necessarily from like comics. They'll just tag it as that's, MCU okay, because true. it's the most popular. Um. So usually, like, I mean, because the MCU has so many fucking characters and movies and, like, w- yeah. everything. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I don't know. I feel like Marvel might have I more. I thought but Marvel it would be, like, third. So. The most. So the thing is, Supernatural, 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 I think, while is, like, a cornerstone of modern day fan fiction and, like, has given us so much of what we have in modern day fan fiction, I think it's still just, like, it's, like, a kind of not like it's a niche show i don't want to fucking say that but like it's more niche than it had it because supernatural was started coming out when fanfic wasn't hosted centrally fanfic was still hosted across many different platforms now when people think of fanfic they think really only fanfic.net archive of our own wattpad they don't think there's also there's also really only so many uh chips you have within supernatural versus like like Marvel, the MCU, where it's like it, any yeah. ship dynamic you can think of, there fucking is. Right. So there's just way more. Uh, sorry, back to yours. No, that's okay. That's interesting. I'm glad I'm, that I was. I'm sorry. You. I just want to give her a disclaimer. Fuck J.K. Rowling. She's oh a yes. fucking turf, and we Thank fucking you. hate her. I was Thank late you. On that, yeah. Um, this is an anti-turf podcast, and um, we do not support like directly supporting J.K. Rowling financially. I want to go to the fucking Forbidden Forest experience near me, but I'm no, not right. fucking like, going. I want to, but it's like, also, but I'm not going. Like, yeah, like I enjoy Harry Potter and the escapism that comes with it and the story that was created. But I'm not, but I'm not her going money. to financially support her any way that I can avoid it. So I'm not giving her money. Yes. And I'm pissed. Um, I can't go, but I'm not going. So we can make our fuck own. JK Rowling. We'll make our own in, like JK Minecraft Rowling. or some shit, Liz. Literally, me just I'll I'll come over to your to your house and we'll pretend. The Forbidden like we're in Forest Harry Potter. is my fucking cats that are insane. <laughs> like those are the animals that are insane. <laughs> um we'll, okay. We'll make butterbeer and it'll be a good yes, time. That's true, yeah. Um okay, back to uh Hogwarts era. So to avoid confusion for fan works about characters that aren't like at the same time as Harry Potter and his like friends, the terms trio era or canon era are also used um, in place of this. And this was the, this term was like the most popular before the series ended while like the canon ending was still open for like it in, in, uh, yeah. interpretation where before people knew how it was going to end. So it was used to like hypothesize about future books as well as to like age a character up or something for a romantic relationship um and then so most of these fics like are now you know even more in fic world as opposed to potential canon world because they were um totally you know blindsided by wizard cop harry potter and, <laughs> and, and all his friends um and then most of these fics have also just kind of been like i don't know like they're not considered like um I don't know the word for it. Like, they're not. The word's escaping me. It's fine. I It's been a long day. 
but basically these these fix are more now they're just kind of seen as fix as opposed to like oh this is like a potential thing um many AUs um not just in Harry Potter but in other uh fandoms but specifically Harry Potter are set at Hogwarts um and these that provide alternate takes on canon that the author dislikes such as like a lot of Harry Potter um so (laughs) so sometimes missing scenes from canon are also considered Hogwarts era fix even though they're not like canon stuff like if you're like oh what did Harry whisper to Ron in the potion stairwell in book three chapter 10 um like that could be seen as hogwarts era but it's not like you know it's still thick um and even though it's it might not be labeled as such um and then fan works in which harry or another character returns to hogwarts to teach or time travels to the either the marauders era or founders era of hogwarts um these are not usually considered hogwarts era it's just like oh he's back um but he's yeah can we can we just have it where Harry is a teacher at Hogwarts and not a wizard cop? I like that would have been such a or like even him becoming headmaster or some shit. It would have like, made way more fucking it sense. It really would too. have. Like Harry working at the one place he's ever considered home, but not like, like the one place that like did him like dirty. kind of that did him dirty multiple fucking times. I never. I've literally never. Like even when I was a kid reading these books for the first time, I never understood. Like how did he go? from fuck the ministry to i stand the ministry i i am the ministry literally literally i am mr ministry mr ministry himself mr wizard cop harry potter himself himself. um there's a lot to unpack here um sorry we have a lot of feelings yes so um so i decided to just find a fic and i i did what liz normally does which is sort by top kudos and i don't usually do that i usually kind of just like search through until i find something that looks interesting um but since i was in the easiest way i was in a press for time so i did this and the reason i thought it was funny is because the highest amount of kudos on a harry potter fic when i found it was 420 20 so it's like 42,020 was it. And then as I clicked on it, somebody left a kudos. So now it's 42021. Um it's fucking go. That's, <laughs> so that's the what I lead say, number. That's thing. so fucking funny. Thank you. <laughs> um but this fic is called The Standard You Walk Past and it had more than double the amount of bookmarks as the second highest kudos fic, which I found was interesting. And um, it's also been translated. I'm so sorry. That's okay. It's been translated into Indonesian, Chinese, Korean, Russian, Thai, Spanish, Portuguese, and Turkish, which if I counted correctly, that's like eight languages, which is like insane. And the fic apparently was only published in like 2015 or something. I don't know, 2014, a while oh, ago. These people got translators. I know, that's the thing. Like they, and people translated the fic, and that's how much it was, it's like love. Usually, so, yeah, usually you'll only see like if you see a translation usually it's like only one other language and it's usually because the author is like a native english yes. speaker so they post it in both but damn this is crazy yeah, yeah it has to be mad popular um and i will say this is a dreary draco harry fic i have never been into that ship even I'm... when i was in my harry potter phase uh personally but um i know it's like the most popular thing for a reason so uh like opposites attract type shit um okay and this is rated mature it's called the standard you walk past by baffling haze all one word b-a-f-f-l-i-n-g-h-a-z-e and the summary is that on returning to hogwarts for their eighth year headmistress mcgonagall decided to room draco malfoy and harry potter together she may have hoped for a leading example of house unity the other students fully expected insults and fights but nothing happened 
That was until Harry sleepwalked into Draco's bed. <laughs> so again, I haven't read this one because I am not, I don't really read Harry Potter fix unless they're crossovers. And we've talked about this before, or I'm like, give me the bleach crossover where Ichigo gets the OP and protects bleach. I'm like Harry Potter. Like I'm like a sucker for those fix. Right. So normal Harry Potter fix. I don't usually read. Um, I was about to say I don't read Harry Potter fix, but that's a fucking that's lie. That's not true, and I know that. Um, <laughs> that's a blatant fucking very lie. Blatantly. Uh, <laughs> um, for those of you who do not know, um, I enjoy a good Draco X reader, Cedric Diggory X reader fanfic. One of our earliest episodes is Liz going over her oh, favorite, me, me, like, Voldemort. The Tom Riddle. Yeah. Tom Riddle and reader fic. That was, that was a fucking trip. I remember that. It was so funny, though, right? It was for, was for, it? Li- no, it was... Was it funny, Liz? <laughs> it was so fucking funny. For those of you who do not remember, please go watch the episode. But for a TLDR, essentially, a uh, reader gave him gave Tom Riddle a like a diary as like a little gift. And what diary is that? Definitely can't be the diary they find in Chamber of Secrets. Um, and he he like murdered because he's like, oh, I want like like we're gonna like like we're gonna kill all the muggles and you're like uh bestie no you're like no don't do that that's like, chill <laughs> no please we love and the muggles <laughs> the big the ends with him murdering you and turning you into his first horcrux oh no it's because he's like i'm gonna create horcruxes and live forever and you're like bestie that's don't do really that yeah. and, it's just, and then he makes you like, horcrux yeah <laughs> It's a lot. It was so it was so funny because I just read the fic and I was not expecting that any ending. It was just such a fucking funny I mean, ending. It was a Wattpad fic, guys. I don't know what it, it was came supposed. out. It came out of nowhere. It was great. It was great. Um, so I did what Liz did. Um, was she texted me? She's like, "Hey, I just copy pasted like an entire chapter because I don't feel like searching for the part I want. Like, I I got the part I starts that I want, and I didn't feel like searching for an end. So we're gonna figure it out together." And I said, "Cool," because I did the exact same thing ten seconds before you texted me. <laughs> so I just copy pasted the entire first chapter. Um, and I figure we will like start from there and just like read. Um, because from my understanding, it like starts immediately um like from them already rooming together like the summary just kicks you off so uh we'll get going it's not a lot of there's no not a lot of dialogue um until like the second page or so but um slughorn speaks and then so it's it alternates between draco and harry's pov but since it starts with draco i'll do draco and i'll let you do harry okay and then you can also be mr slughorn um you, should okay. i put on my wire rim glasses for this no that's okay. you don't need to do that I can get into character for you guys. It's okay, Oliver Tree. You don't need to get into any more character than you already have tonight. Look, oh, respectfully. <laughs> um, if anyone's watching, Liz cut her bangs like a little shorter than she normally does by accident. And um, one of our friends was sending us that Belle Delphine and Oliver Tree TikTok and being like, will you do this with me? And Liz is like, I have to be Oliver Tree. I literally look like him now. No, because it's it's the hair, and also within the video, he's wearing the pink cat girl headphones with the cat ears, and so I was like, I'm literally him right now. I'll like, be your Belle Delphine, me. and then we can like weirdly touch our tongues on a weird TikTok video for millions of people to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay, I'm gonna start on the fix. 
Draco recasts the ward over his cauldron and set a timer for 10 minutes. The last ingredient, a few drops of horklump juice, sat in its own mm. ward by... <laughs> As Draco... <laughs> he cleared up his work table list. I'm sorry. You got something I to share? Do you know what a hork club recently, is? Because I don't. Well, anything that's gross recently, I just, in order to cope with things, me hearing about gross injuries during class, I literally, in my brain, I go, mmm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Today we learned about, we talked about a guy who, oh like, completely, God. like, severed, like, Oh, no, 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 like no, a, no, no yeah. more, no more. So, so you, do you see why, like, in order, I have to be, like, really high myself. I'm be like, this is so cool. Oh, my God. Mm, amazing. In order for me to, like, not flinch away and, like, be like, I can't listen to this. Yeah. I got you. Um, yeah. Sentence two. There was a, min- <laughs> there was a Oh, since three, my bad. There was a minuscule ping as yet another unidentified object attempted to get into his cauldron. UFO? And <laughs> felt a dark satisfaction. What? Liz. Hate you. Uh, as that object rebounded back to whomever had thrown it. A few tables on to the left in the row ahead of him there was a loud squawk of surprise and a rush of words from slughorn as he assisted that unfocused student slughorn rarely approached draco's table at the back of the potions classroom it suited draco fine having suspected that slughorn was more of a hindrance than a help uncle severus he draco shoved the thought away and focused back on his cauldron with four minutes more on his timer the milky color in the potion was fading he reduced the heat slightly and made a note in his potions journal Love comeback class. Right. Potter worked on a desk near the front, Weasel, Weasley, and Granger flanking him. The boy Wander was hunched over, and there was a brief flash of his hand above his cauldron as he tipped something in. Draco inwardly winced as a puff of pure of a puff as a puff of white smoke rose from Potter's cauldron. And then you could be slughorn. I can't do the British you accent don't need today. To do British Sorry, accent. Guys. I forgot that they're British. I gotta be real. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Harry this Potter, whole time, but they're not British. Not they're British. I totally forgot that British people exist. Caps, you're British. And you don't exist. No, I wish I didn't. <laughs> um, Harry, my boy, you've got, almost got it. Slughorn swept over to Potter, giving Potter a pat on the shoulder. Shame, shame. Go work with Mr. Weasley for the rest. Don't you worry. Potter mumbled something back, but Slughorn shook his head. A great theatrical move from Draco's position, but probably nauseating up close. Don't worry, Harry. Everyone makes mistakes. Now, Mr. Weasley. Draco's timer chimed in on his mind, drawing his eyes back to his cauldron. The last traces of milky white dissipated, and Draco removed the heat and completed the potion with three drops of the juice. And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not We're, the shit you can tell you can tell how fucking tired we are and um and seven slow anti-clockwise stirs a brilliant green color initially trailed after draco's glass stirring oh, rod you, sorry you know they're british because they use the yeah i colors. was literally just thinking that like looking at like the quote-unquote errors fucking that british like people. american english gives you because it's like color spelled wrong label it has an extra l level it has yes. like, everything has an extra l so I'm, it's like, incorrect 
I don't care if that's how British people spell it. It's incorrect. Oh, I love that. What's funny is for me, like, it's my instinct is to use the British spelling. And it's not because, like, I'm I was raised so in America. I was raised in like... fucking Georgia, you know? But it's like, I always just, like, and the books I read, a lot of them were British so growing up. So I just, that's how I think of words. Anyways. Um... Brit. Brit. <laughs> I initially trailed after Draco's class during Rod before the potion settled on a transparent aquamarine. By the time Slughorn deigned to visit Draco's workstation, Draco had bottled his potion and labeled it table cleared. Draco kept his eyes on Slughorn's face, which is why he knew Slughorn did not even look at him. The professor glanced at the vial, muttered, Good. And wandered back to the rest of the class. Draco discreetly cast some shields before walking past the other students to put his vial on the front table. He was not hexed this time, but that did little to stop the low bitterness at knowing that once Slughorn saw the curled Draco Malfoy on the vial label, the potion would be dumped. Draco would have kept separate vials of the potions he made if it were not for the risk of being found and likely accusations leveled against him. He had to walk past Potter and Weasley on his way out. Potter's eyes were partially blinked over, whilst Weasley's cheeks were red with frustration. Neither of them glanced at Draco. Draco sat at his desk in the dorm room pre-dawn. The room was blessedly empty. Potter had been absent the entire night. Draco was almost worried, though. He knew Potter wondered at night, but Potter always returned just an hour past midnight. Given that Potter was still out, there was a chance Potter would return while Draco was still in their shared rooms. This is another instance where we talked about, I think it was, what was it called? Like, purple prose or something, where it's like people refuse to, like, or, like... Is it like the Draco Potter 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 Potter? Like he like instead of just using a pronoun, you know, like he, huh? Yeah, just use he. Like we we under like especially within the same sentence where it's like given that Potter was still out, there was a chance he would return while Draco was still there. Yeah, yeah, you would we know yeah flow better. Yeah, it was Headmistress McGonagall's idea to put them together in the same eighth year dorm room. A large number of eighth years returned so that there was simply wasn't enough room in the house dormitories. As such, Oh, was is this an eighth year fix? Yes. Like where they stayed that okay, cool, cool, yes. cool. As such, McGonagall had converted the East Tower into temporary accommodation, and in recognition that the eighth year students were adults, they were to room in pairs rather than in large groups. On the face of it, Draco was supposed to represent Slytherin, Potter, Gryffindor. Perhaps she hoped for a leading example of house unity. Draco knew the students were waiting with bated breath either for his own demise or for him to orchestrate Potter's. They were all wrong. The night of the welcome feast was the last time Draco had interacted with Potter in any way, when he and Potter had politely shook hands under McGonagall's sharp eye right after she announced their room allocations. Draco went up to the rooms first, whereas Potter stayed down in the common room with his fans. And that was it. Three weeks had passed since. Draco kept out of the way, and Potter sneaked around Hogwarts late at night doing who the fuck cares, and the only time Draco saw Potter was in the Great Hall or in class. He knew Potter never looked back at him, always too busy with Granger and Weasley, or the atrociously large group of simpering fans. Draco reminded himself that he was too busy studying. Either way, they were not friendly, and they did not fight. They just had nothing to do with the other. It was better than Draco had hoped, honestly. With an even number of boys, Draco had no hope to obtaining a private room. Out of all the other boys, Potter was the least likely to kill him in his sleep. After all, what was the point of killing someone you had saved? There was something about Hogwarts after dark. In the daytime, the world flashed, sound buzzed, and against Harry's ears. His face felt sore from smiling, and his eyes felt dry from keeping them open. There was always something to do, someone to talk to. 
If it wasn't Hermione and Ron, or maybe Ginny and Neville, it was some other eighth year who wanted to talk to him about some work, or dueling club members, or Quidditch players asking for his advice, or girls forever trying to dose him on love potions. The night, however, held no exceptions except Harry's quiet. Strips of pale silvery light lined the corridors, giving the impression of bars, confinement, repressing Harry's thoughts, keeping him away from the memories that lurked just below his eyes. It felt like a brief moment when Harry curled up on the window seat at the North Tower, wrapped up in his cloak. The gray of the night landscape made him doze, half awake. It was the slip into dark clash bright dreams that jolted Harry awake. Harry grimaced, sore from his folded up position. The sky was starting to streak yellow pink, so he went back to the dorms. And then I think um, the rest of it is just like them like doing more of like day in the life type shit. So um, I don't think we're going to keep reading because um, now we've hit an hour of recording. Exactly. Woo! Go me. Perfect timing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good thing. I got to be real. Like if I had to read a Harry Potter fic, I would definitely choose a Hogwarts era fic because there's something yeah. so magical, not magical, but like nostalgic but like you know it's, happy it's, it's like it's a good feeling yeah. like that these kids are going to this magical school and you get to follow along with them and like and i mean like if you yeah. were a kid into harry potter who didn't imagine going to hogwarts like yes who like didn't, literally like, wait for their fucking letter and shit like the adults would be like i'm still waiting for my letter i'm like i'm 17 i could still get a letter you know like those like that sort of thing like people like were really really yeah. in harry potter for a long time and still are um and stuff and like you know, I encourage interacting with the fan base as long, like, if you're not financially supporting J.K. Rowling, then go crazy. Pirate her movies. Don't yeah, buy anything literally. she does. The only thing you can't avoid if you want to do that you can't avoid giving not giving her money is doing Universal because she has a deal. Like, she gets paid by them whether you go or not. So, yeah. I mean, because if you're, if you're, makes. yeah, literally, it's like. She doesn't make, like, any percentage off the Wizard World stuff at Universal. She makes, like, a flat, like, like, she has a contract with them where she makes a certain amount every year. I don't know how much that amount is. But it's not like, oh, she, like, if you buy a plushie at Harry Potter World, you're giving her a dollar. Like, no, she, she's gonna get that dollar regardless. So, do not worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love Harry Potter so much. Um, as we said, hate J.K. Rowling. Harry Potter does just give me, like, a really nice, um, happy, nostalgic feeling. I do um, interact with the fandom um, on occasion when it's, like, I think, like, really popular and ramped up. Because, like, right now it's definitely, like, very low-key. And, like, the like it's not that, like, the fandom's bad right now. It's just, like, not what I want from fandom. Right. You know, you like. something else right now, yeah. Yeah, so, but I, I do, like, I do occasionally get the, I my, my For You page has been, like, fucking dominated by these, like, you wake up and you're in Hogwarts, choose your outfit, choose your, choose your, um, choose where you're gonna go hang out in the middle of the night with, um, with, like, the golden trio, choose your best friend, oh and, like, God. all of these things, so I keep getting them for Harry Potter, and those are, like, make I've me so happy, that, and so that's cute. Gabs, they're don't, all don't my For You page. I don't want them. Um, they're so cute. great i love them they're like they're like they're like dress-up games that yeah, i, I, I figured like kid. and then like it takes you to another video when you select your option oh, or oh it's all in one yeah. video all in one videos oh, okay. it's fun it's stupid they're cute i love them so um yeah i love harry potter um if i read hogwarts i will if i'm reading a harry potter fic i'm reading hogwarts era fics because i'm reading Draco, or an au where harry or... is not a fucking wizard cop yeah 
That's another one. But for me, if I'm reading Harry Potter, it's always got to be the fucking like crossover fix where somebody comes to protect Hogwarts. Because I, like I said, I'm a sucker for those. But other than that, I would definitely I would choose this type of fic. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that's it for us. Like I said, guys, Holiday Matsuri in Orlando, Florida. I don't remember what date that is. It is. It is. It is. Um, the uh December. 16th through the 18th um and our panel is on the 16th at i don't remember i think like 11 o'clock at night maybe i might be wrong mm-hmm. i don't remember i'll get back to you guys next time but um come check us out it'll be really fun omegaverse history and uh new fix and yeah um you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at flighty the nerd liz where can we find you you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at lazily liz and what about the show you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast, Their Tropes Battle for Dominance. You can find us on YouTube at Their Tropes Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, uh, shape or form, questions, comments, suggestions, good Maze Runner or Twilight fan fictions, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys, and have a good one. We'll hopefully, we will, not hopefully, we, we will make a promise to see you guys next week. Bye!